0: Hi, this is Christian Baker from christianbaker.net and the Achieve podcast. Today, I have the pleasure in bringing you my good friend, Paul Webb, lifestyle and success coach. So, Paul, welcome to the Achieve podcast. Christian, thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here, my friend. It's uh, always good to chat with you, Paul, and uh, I've asked you on today because I just want you to be able to share some of your thoughts, some of your insights um, to help people who just want to be the best version of themselves, you know, to achieve their personal best, to achieve success. And given that you are um, a success coach, and I know you've worked with a lot of people from all walks of life, how important do you think mindset is when it comes
1: to success? Uh, Let's start off with a small question. Yeah, let's start off with a really small one, right? Um, Primacy, right? It's where I start everything. Um, how we think of ourselves, uh, how we think of our situation, how we um, define all that's going on in our life, uh, you know, goes a long way to to defining where we end up. Um, I think it was 3,000 years ago when Solomon said, in all thy knowing, know thyself. Um, And, you know, if you don't know who you are, if you don't know where you're going, and if your mind's full of all the programming and conditioning that a lifetime can bring to you, then you're really going to struggle to um, express your best in in any way you you decide that's going to look. So, so the mindset behind it, all the thinking of it all, is really primary importance for me. Excellent, and I
0: will kind of press you on some of your own personal kind of. Mm. Thoughts, for sure. techniques, and strategies for, yeah, for how people can develop that. But as we're talking about success, is a conversation that comes up quite a lot when I'm working with clients. And I think success is a, an interesting one, isn't it? Because it's like many things, it's a label. What What's your personal kind of definition or interpretation of success?
1: Um, I, I I like you, look. You know me, Christian. I like simple. Right. We we can make this this whole coaching game this whole um therapy whatever you want to call it right we can make it as complicated as we want we can use big words we can hide behind qualifications we can do we can do whatever we want but at the end of the day people like simple if you make things very very simple you know people understand it and more importantly people can implement it so my definition of success is a simple one um i I actually like two right i'll I'll Mm -hmm. give you two here um uh Earl Nightingale, I heard him once say on a recording that success is um, a progressive realisation of a worthy ideal. Mm. I, I love that. Yes, uh, you know, good progressive one. as just stepping towards it of a worthy ideal. Uh, ideal was defined to me as an idea you fall in love with. So, mm. so it, it comes back to loving what you do. And, and my definition is waking up full of energy, ready to get going. If you can get up in the morning and go, yes, let's go. And 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 the things that you're doing, the conversations you're having, the relationships you're in, the work you're doing brings you that that joy, that that bliss, that uplift. Then then you're successful. And it doesn't matter what it is. It can be sleeping you know sleeping the streets. It can it can be driving a bus. It can be you know running a, a multi um, national company. It, it really doesn't matter what it is. But if it fires you up, jazzes you up, you've got success now.
0: Agree. And I think that's soft and. I know from my experience of working with clients, people often get they trip themselves up, don't they? Because often yeah. they're they're fulfilling somebody else's defini- definition of success. And as much as we can give it a general definition, everyone's unique individual definition is going to be different, isn't it? So it is. I think it's connecting to your own definition definition of success. And like you say, whether that be um, you know, a road sweeper, a bus driver, a pilot, whatever it is that floats mm. and and kind of ticks the box for you, it's it's connecting to your own unique
1: definition of success and fulfilling that. And and it goes back to what we said just a moment ago about knowing yourself. I mean, how many people truly know themselves? How many people really, you know, can sit down and define who they are, what they believe in, what their values are, what their definition of success is, you know, what their definition of a worthy ideal is. You know, not many people can do that. You know, people can tell you what they may want, but is it what they really want or is it what they expected to want? You know, and that that makes a huge difference mentally when you're going for these goals, right? Because if you're chasing someone else's ideal of what you should get, you're not in love with it. That makes doing the the repetitive the repetitive work needed to get there that much more difficult. You know, so so know yourself. Know you. And also, don't you think, like you say, as well as that,
0: our own interpretation evolves. So you talk about conditioning and and past and things like that. Sometimes. You know, what we thought we wanted or what we did want five, 10, 15 years ago, what was our definite yeah. su- success once has changed. Yet of
1: we still live out live out the old the old time, right? Yeah. And, and that's and, and it people- should change. You know, the the the, the ongoing growth, state of universe, evolution and expansion, right? Expression. You know, you're supposed to grow, you're supposed to evolve, you're supposed to change your mind. You're supposed to. This is what gives me a little bit of a worry about society these days where we're not allowed anymore to be disagreeable. You know, I don't mind disagreeing with people as long as we don't, you know, become disagreeable personally. Discourse, conversation, different points of view, I think are are vital to help you grow, right? I never considered that before. That's a really interesting idea. Let me have a think about that and come back and talk to you about it. Can't do that nowadays because you're labelled, right? Mm. Immediately, boom, you've got a label it makes it very, very difficult to express your true nature. So it's not easy. Right? But I think if you want to express the best version of yourself, if you want to step up and produce your best results, you have to really overcome that. And that's a real issue these days.
0: Fair point. Yeah, no, I, th- I think you're right. Um, well said. I can't, can't add anything to that. <laughs> um, with regards to mindset, um, like myself, as, as, as an amazing, as a an, an individual and a human that you are, you are really human. Yeah. Um, and there are times when we all face challenges and, you know, at the time of this recording, we're still in the midst of the lockdown of the pandemic that's been going on for nearly a year. Do you have any words of advice, any tips, any techniques, or any personal kind of strategies you use that when you're faced with adversity, with setbacks and, you know, Let's give you a bit of background as well. I mean, going back to the early start of your career, you started out as a professional footballer and had to change I because do, of injury, so. if I'm, if I'm yeah, right in remembering. Right. Yeah. And then there are, there, you know, in, in your life, I'm sure there's some other twists and turns and we yeah. certainly don't have to kind of spend time talking about the individual ones. But have you got any thoughts on how best we can help people to kind of ride out those times and, and, and look forward to better times ahead?
1: Um, I, I was, yeah, there's a couple of things that I think may help here. Um, uh, this too shall pass is, is a great, mm. uh, you know, phrase to remember that no matter what the situation is right now, it will change because the only constant in the universe is change, right? So everything changes there. You know, don't make things that are impermanent, permanent, right? We, we mentioned labels, you know, a couple of times already on this podcast and, and we're very good at labeling ourselves and others. And the problem with that is that gives us a permanent state of something. I mm. Paul the footballer. right I used to be a goalkeeper. I got injured, I had to stop. So for eight or nine years of my life, that was my entire life. and I used to introduce myself or label myself as a goalkeeper. That's ripped away from you yeah and you, you know you lose your identity and then you go through the, the, the mental trouble of trying to reinvent yourself. It becomes very, very difficult. you know if, if you realize that Paul the footballer isn't permanent because nothing really is, well, possibly except one thing but we needn't go there. Um, you know that it's impermanent. Therefore, when it ends, it's just a staging post on your general life and evolution. So I I use a couple of techniques. One which I really love and I've been using with a lot of success recently in this last year is I, I, I introduce people to the law of polarity. The law of polarity is a universal law that states that everything has a polar opposite. Right. So you can't have hot without cold. You can't have up without down. You can't have good without bad and so on and so forth. Um, Why do I introduce that to people? Because you can't have a question without an answer. You can't have a problem without a solution. You can't have an obstacle with a route round it. Because if you did, they couldn't exist because of the law of polarity. Now, if you face a problem or a puzzle in your life i think it was einstein who said you can't solve a problem with the same level of mind that created it yeah. and what he meant by that is you can't look at the problem and try and solve it you have to take yourself away from the problem and look for the solution and come from there they give you an example yeah think differently if you're cold now i live uh, by the sea, right? So, all these nutters over winter have been going down to the beach and going and doing this cold water therapy. I think they call yeah, it blue You haven't
0: decided to join them, Paul?
1: Well, I keep getting asked. And uh, the, my friend actually did ring me and ask me, well, I was in a, the hottest bath in the world. That's like, nah, <laughs> <"Nah, laughs> okay. right. No, no, I'm fine. I'm okay. Right. Um, but yeah, so they've been going into the cold water. Um, when you come out of that cold water and the water's one degree and the air temperature is minus three, you're your only thought is getting warm. You're not focusing on being cold, right? You, you may be cold, but you want to get warm as quickly as possible. So you go through the stage that, that you're recommended if you do it properly, this cold water therapy, you know, you have a dry robe, you have a hot water bottle, you have like a hot flask of coffee, you get warm as quickly as possible. And it's the same situation in any area of your life. You know, think about the solution. Don't get embroiled by the problem uh one of the richest clients i worked with who was a billionaire um he told me that um the reason that he was so wealthy was that he went looking for problems that other people wouldn't solve because he knew that if he come up with a solution he would get paid yeah. right so he became a problem solver he became And if you look
0: it. at most entrepreneurs or businesses they're providing they're a solution yeah. for something
1: aren't they yeah 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 so so a great A great answer to that question is, you know, you start to get excited by problems showing up. So it's that mindset shift. Right. You know, you can shift your mindset on on a dime in a heartbeat. You know, oh, great. There's a problem. That means that solution has to be there. Let's find that solution. So for somebody who may be listening,
0: who's going through some kind of challenge Mm. at this moment in time, when you're in that moment, it's hard sometimes to have that pivot, isn't it? To have it that is. shift yep, yep, of mindset. Yep, yep, yep. So for you, if you're working with a client, if you're using it yourself, what's your guidance on helping people who are actually in that, in that moment? Is it self-talk? Is it uh, some other kind of strategy? What What's the, if we get to the nitty gritty of
1: how to, what's the how to behind doing it? Well, um, um, the first thing I'd point out is that, is that a problem is just a perception,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? So, so, Understand that what you see as a problem, other people may not. Right? Um, that's the first thing. The second thing is, it's okay to feel bad. Right? It, it, you, there's not, nothing wrong with you if you're upset, if you're triggered, if you're angry. That because, as we said earlier, well, you're you you're human. You have an ego. Yeah. You know these things happen. But also understand that it's your problem. And if you want to get away from the problem, you have the solution. So, we have to come up with a way of you being okay to have that problem, being okay with the way you're feeling, but understand that it's you that's going to get you out of it. Someone can advise you based on their experience and their perception, but that isn't necessarily going to help you. Mm. So, tools to help you one, reconnect with your breath. Usually, when you feel that there's a problem, you get stressed. When you get stressed, you go into um, a fight or flight response, which means stress hormones. pump adrenaline, noradrenaline into your Um, bloodstream these um, uh, hormones fly around and they shut down your prefrontal cortex your logical creative imaginative thinking so you get trapped in this reactionary type of behavior not a best place to be solving best place to solving solutions so again you have to be as Einstein said you have to have a different mind so you have to get out of that reptilian brain into the the the, the modern brain the prefrontal cortex where all the creation happens and you have to then calm down so you need to have uh, something that, that that slows you down, right? So usually if I'm dealing with a client um, who's in this state, I'll slow down how I speak because I want them to start to calm down, connect with breathing. So breathing exercises are really good. Meditation. Often overlooked though, isn't
0: it, for how simple it is though?
1: The breathing. So, so, so overlooked. So overlooked. I always start there. I start with breathing before meditation Yeah. because some people shouldn't be meditating because their, their brain's just going, You know so so fast and if they sit there and try and be quiet and they try and force themselves to stop thinking they'll just think more right because what you focus on you get more of right so so it's just like just breathe don't worry what's happening in your mind just breathe and also I
0: think the good thing with that and and it's one of the basic techniques I teach probably the majority of my clients whatever they Hmm. end up kind of seeking me out for I'd probably say 99% of the time we'll we'll end up going over some breathing exercises at some point yeah for sure and it's something that's free yeah it's easy to do, you do and you can anywhere. do it anywhere as yeah. long as you're alive you're always going to be breathing yeah, 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 yeah. so it doesn't matter where you are yeah. or what situation you're in it's something that you can always kind of default to and turn exactly. to to
1: help in that moment so yeah i'm with you on that one and you can see where well, you know one of the things i do i let you into a little secret one of my when i have you know conversations with people uh, 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 prospects of, for clients or just people in general, as that I start to talk to them, one of the first things I do is I look at how they're breathing, mm. right? And if they're in that shallow type breathing, it's, again, you just slow the conversation down. I, you know, I do it in the supermarket. I do it while I'm waiting in the queue for a coffee at the moment because we're not allowed in, in the shops just yet. You know, I've done it everywhere. I have do it with clients. You you know, you need to uh, get that body relaxed. And and that's your first stage, if you like. You're never going to be able to bring yourself out of that situation, that stressed, you know, fight or flight kind of reactive um, situation unless you're calm you know, unless you reduce the amount of, of stress hormones in your body. N- and that's just stage one. And and then you can go on in, in any direction, you know, okay, how can we start to look at solutions? You know, uh, pen and a paper, you know, is, is a great tool because there's something unique about writing that yeah. that helps with the creative flow of, of, of ideas in the brain. That, that and a great release as well. And a great release. So, so I'll have people journal or write or, or you know, just write words down that means something that they can focus on so so there's always stuff like that 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 helps and you can go a little bit deeper you know um hypnotherapy is often you know a tool that we use and and i've referred clients to you for that and uh, and such like so there are there are a multitude of 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 kind of tools but ultimately it has to come from the individual and if the individual wants to um, find a solution generally working with someone or, or getting themselves into a state where they can move forward they generally get it So the takeaway is, if you're in a situation, if you're in a challenging
0: time, the very least is take the kind of knowledge, comfort, that Mm. there are multiple different things that you can do or learn to do that can help you through this time, but also beyond. And, you know, we've had conversations before and I always refer to these techniques, whatever they are, breathing, journaling, hypnosis, meditation, they're, they're mind fitness techniques. And I think if we approach kind of the mindset and, and mental wellness in the same way as we do our physical fitness. Yeah. You know, it's not something that is finite, is it? You don't go to the gym or go for a run once or go for a walk even and say, right, I'm done. I'm, I'm sorted. Yeah. I'm as fit as I ever need to be. It's something that you can constantly continuously improve and develop and evolve and find new ways that you like. So, you know, I know you're big into your training and always have been, but you know, you might've enjoyed doing one style of training once, but five, 10 years later, you might be enjoying something completely different. And, yeah. and that's,
1: okay as well isn't it yeah i i think you know uh, one of the things i i like to remind people is that everywhere they they take their body everywhere right their body is the tool that that you know if you want to create this new life if you want to create um anything new relationship new business new health you you drag your body along with you your mindset can be brilliant but if you abuse your body you're going to have problems so you know and, and, you know, Jim Rohn, I think it was uh, the, the, the great late Jim Rohn said, how you do anything is how you do everything. And I really do love that quote. You yeah. know, you're, you're looking after your body. Are you eating? Well, it doesn't mean you can't treat yourself. It doesn't mean you can't go out for the, the, the takeaway or, or, or have a few beers or whatever it is that you do. But fundamentally, you have to look, just get the basics right, because those basics build the foundation on which everything else is, is it comes after is stacked upon.
0: And I agree. And it's a great quote and I love it uh, as well. And I think it kind of ties in quite nicely with um, something else I wanted to ask you about. And that's, you know, I think sometimes people overlook small things that they can do as part Definitely. of their life, as part of their lifestyle. And, yeah. you know, you know, we are what we repeatedly do. Habits are important. So do you have any daily habits, routines, rituals that, mm. that you can share or that you encourage people to look at to <laughs> help? you know, improve uh, oneself?
1: I I think routines are are, are vital. Uh, I I think if you, you know, I I prefer to talk about routines rather than commitment, all right, because some people get scared with the word commitment. Um, But we all know that you have to commit to a process, right? I I can give you a really good example. Um, My nan, years ago, um, when she was a little girl, used to go to piano lessons right in Battersea, where, where they're from, where we're from. Um, and the next door neighbor there was a boy the same age as her right but he was blind so she used to knock on his door and take him to the piano lessons yes. right so they used to go and have piano lessons right now as they got older my nan started not going to piano. She wanted to do other things and blah, blah, blah. But this this kid, this boy, um, as he grew, he, he didn't have much of an outlet because if you can imagine in the 1920s or 1930s, you know, if you were disabled, if you were blind, there, there wouldn't have been kind of the, the things you could do now, the technology now that can help you do something. So he just used to go and play the piano. So he used to go and study the piano. When he got home, he played the piano. He played the piano all the time. He worked out where everything was and got it. He went on. To, his name, sorry, was George Shearing. He went on to become one of the most famous British jazz pianists in the world, playing with all the greats from across the world, right? The school that him and my nan went to has been renamed the George Shearing School. Right. Um, but what you, you see someone at that level and you think, my God, that guy's really talented. But it comes from doing the daily things, just doing the simple things repetitively and unfortunately getting to a place where you can produce your best often isn't sexy right the end results look sexy but the practice that you do that daily deliberate practice can be repetitive and can be quite dull at times and I think that's where genius lies I think genius is the ability to turn up and keep doing what needs to be done even when you don't want to do it But don't also
0: think that's a mindset where <sighs> People often, well, I think it's a combination of things, isn't it? I think people want a quick fix all the time, but they can spend a whole year looking for quick fixes, whereas if only they'd put the small things in place a year ago, they would have made massive progress. But also the the mindset shift that people overestimate what they can achieve in a week or a month, but underestimate Mm -hmm. what's possible in six months or a year.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, people have sold a bill of rights you know that, that that isn't quite correct. I mean, you know, you you only got a look we spoke about the the fitness industry. I mean, I was in the fitness industry for 20 years run run, run a very successful fitness company um in, from the 90s into the 2000s um up until about 2012 2013 I think. Yeah, I remember you were um, still
0: you were doing that when we first met.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. And and you know, um I I was I'm not going to say I was really smart in coming up with this concept because I kind of fell into it. So I'm going to be honest with you. But combining the mental side and the physical side was a real winner for me, because what we did is we got we, we changed people's mentality whilst we were training them. Right. Be, because it, it never was um, about the short term eight week or 12 week program. All right. Now you can you can you can do really well over a couple of months if you, if you really train hard, you know, and, and I've, I've worked with professional athletes like fighters, for instance, and their training camps eight weeks. Yeah. Right. So you, you go from a state of not training to peak performance, to fight someone in a world title fight in eight weeks. So, you know if you if you're willing to put the work in you you can have a massive change but and there's a the big majority, foundation in place as well isn't there yeah 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 yeah. and you, you've got to remember that that fighters had years and years of yeah. experience and fighting and training so so they're a little bit different and genetically they're slightly different as well because they're professional athletes so you know anyway but um for the majority of people it's a process and you need to fall in love with the process rather than trying to fall in love with the end result. Yeah. Have that mm-hmm. goal, have that desire to do it. But the burning desire is what you do every day. And that's the success. We spoke at the top of the show, you know, what is the definition of success? How about this? You get up every morning and the first thing you do is take you in the direction of where you want to go. That's successful.
0: And I think also it's also important because so many people fixate on the end result, the outcome, mm. And because they haven't changed on route to it, Mm. they get there and they're often disappointed. So let's use a classic example of if I'm working with someone who's looking to lose weight, for example. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's for a holiday, maybe it's for an occasion, maybe it's for the summer. They get there and it's not what they hoped it would be because they haven't changed their habits, their their kind of mindset. Mm. So that's when they revert back to their old ways, if you like, where somebody who connects to what's important to them and the process as you call yeah. it will go way beyond that kind of uh, milestone of an occasion and then it just becomes a, a, an ingrained way of living doesn't it? I,
1: I think it was our friend Jim Rohn again I quoted him twice today got, oh, I must must w- re- watch another one of these videos at some point I think that's calling to me. Uh, didn't he say if you if you win a million dollars you better become a millionaire very quickly. Um, and, and he simply meant that there's that great research isn't it, that it was done in the states that something like 80% of people that win the lotto in the United States are bankrupt within five years. And it's not because, um, you know, it's because because they don't earn enough money because some of them earn hundreds of millions of dollars. It's because their mentality is where it was before they won the money. So they had a lack mentality, we could say. Um, They won a lot of money and that lack mentality didn't grow into an abundance mentality, an abundance mindset. And so they just... Took the same behaviors but a vastly amplified rate because now you've got millions of dollars in the yeah. bank. It amplifies what you do to a real considerable amount, and so they just lived the life they were living, but a vastly, you know, more amplified uh, way, and that causes their their loss of money into bankruptcy. You know, um, it happens in the UK. You see, you see it all the time. Yeah. Um, you know, and and you know, your mindset sets everything you know, what you think about yourself, the way you talk to yourself and to others. I mean, we, we have this habit of talking to ourselves in ways we'd never let anyone talk no to other. You know, I was talking to a friend of mine who keeps calling himself an idiot. Mm. And it's like, do, will you stop saying that? Just think, if I kept calling you an idiot, what would you say? Yeah. You know, so so we have to be guarded. The mind's under, always listening, isn't it? Yeah, it really, really is. And, and you know, um, we have to change our level of consciousness in order to achieve our goals and we do that by repetition i hate to keep saying it because it's not sexy but it's that repetition you know you do it every day you turn up every day and if you want to train and lose weight you're, you're dieting every day you're watching your, your caloric intake you're doing the exercise even if it's only walking around the block but you still have to get out of bed put yeah. on your trainers and go so and start, so, and start yeah and and continue mm. and, and it can be just a small amount it can be just a little bit at a time Time. it doesn't have to be huge shifts you know um uh, our G- team gb cyclists you know i and i and i know this because at the time to back 2008 so around about that time i was working with team gb doing some strength and conditioning stuff with some of their athletes you know um sir dave browsford who uh, was doing the marginal gains for the yeah. cyclists and it was the, the the smallest the smallest thing you know we'll change the gear by one percent you wash your hands before you, you, if you shake someone's hand, go straight to the bathroom wash your hand, you know, bring a wipe with you, wipe the door. So you, there's no cross contamination. So you don't get sick. So you can still train at that high level, bring your own pillow with you. So you're mm. sleeping on your own pillow. So you feel comfortable in a bed, all this sort of stuff. It's just little changes that, that made huge differences over time because it compounds. Right. And, and I appreciate people listening might be looking to make
0: different kind of changes, but How do you make that practical? How do you, if someone's looking to change or improve something in their life, where do you suggest they start off? You know, if small steps, small shifts, small tweaks can make big differences, where would be a good place to start? And we talked about habits. So have you got a a kind of a a theory, a methodology for how people could ingrain some new habits?
1: Well, I'd start with one thing, Mm -hmm. one thing. And I would do it first thing in the morning. Um, I I would do the one thing first thing in the morning that takes you closer to where you want to go. And then when that's ingrained and, and there's, there's various bits of research about habits. I believe that um, there was a university of London study done by Philip that showed 66 days as an average for, for, your brain to wire together and then you know cover with the myelin sheath that so becomes a, a superconductor into the nervous system and therefore movement. Yeah. Uh, it takes about sixty six days for that to happen. So, I think yeah,
0: that number's changed over the years, hasn't it? I mean, some people talk yeah. about seven 21, Yeah, 30. yeah, yeah, yeah. But, 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 but the fundamental
1: it, thing is you just got to do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but, right? even if, but even yeah. if it's sixty six days in the grand scheme of things, that's not long, is it? No, no. I and mean, you're going to go you're through sixty six days anyway. Yeah. You're, you're going to wake up for sixty six days in a row. So why not do something? So, so I always say. Yeah, I always I, I, yeah, exactly. And I, I will always say to pick one thing. So, look, let's use your weight loss as an example. You want to lose weight. OK, what's the first thing you can do in the morning, every morning that's going to take you towards you want to go? All right. Let's say drink a litre of water as an example. Right. So make a chart on the wall. Right. I've got a whiteboard there. You can have a calendar. You can do it on your phone. I don't care what it is, but how it works for you. Every morning you get up, right, pour a litre of water out into you know one of these things. Right? and then drink it you drink it that's it that's your daily task right so your your goal is to get up and pour the water in that done right and you check that off every day so what i do with clients is i do an accountability check-in yep. so i'll say this is your habit for for the next 14 days every time you do it just ping me a message with a tick on it okay. right if i don't get that message by and we will decide on a time So if the time's like six in the morning, that's fine. If the time's eight at night, it's fine. But you if it hasn't doesn't come at that time, I'm where's your tick? Right? Where's your tick? Where's your tick? right then that's it and then that starts it off and then we'll, we'll go from there and we'll go through the process but it really depends what they want to do Yeah, you know yeah, sure. um so um again it, it 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 just gets them moving in that right direction but i'm a big fan of doing it first thing because you know what what do most people do in the morning They get up pick up their phone and they're straight into someone else's life they're straight sure. into the collective consciousness they're straight into other people's dramas they're going on social media you know with what's been going on this past year i mean come on you know it, it Give yourself a break. Yeah, Yeah. so so stay off of it for just five minutes and just do something for yourself. But it's it's, like you say,
0: it's setting the intention and the tone to the mind as to what's a priority and what's important. Of course. While you're saying it, but I've got another question for you. That whether it be from a personal perspective or from working with clients, there are times when people know what to do. right? Right. You may have given them this accountability you may have identified the one habit for the next 66 yeah. days, seven days, 14 days. What do you think is the reason why people
1: don't do the things that are going to help them
0: get to where they want to be?
1: I think the pain of where they are is sometimes more comforting than the worry and the stress about where they're going. So the comfort of being where they are. The familiarity. The familiarity of it is more tangible than the unknown. So this is why, you know, um, I suppose people stay in dysfunctional relationships that even if everyone's saying you've got to leave that relationship, it's the comfort of being in there as opposed to how am I going to cope on my own? What am I going to do? Blah, 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 blah. That keeps people locked without. Right. I I think ego is a huge, plays a huge role in it because the ego thrives on familiarity you know, stay where you are, keep doing this. It's the creatures of
0: habit, aren't
1: we? We are creatures of habit, but we can use that for, for power. Absolutely, We can use that to change um, and your current circumstances bear no relation to where you can go. You know, people succeed from the most depraved of backgrounds and, and, and rise up and become superstars in all sorts of arenas, Right. Uh, and, and we're the same species we yeah. have different perceptions and way of processing things but ultimately if one person can do it anyone can do it and it's just the the willingness to go through the process that does it and making a decision as to what it is that you want
0: and like you say exactly. paddle, if you only train yourself with some good habits your mind right. will look after those habits rest, as much as it yeah. used to of course the unhealthy course, ones so of course make, make a decision yeah. And, and, and it all starts
1: months. with that, right? It starts with making a decision. That that's the most important thing. And and you know, before I I take on any client, you know, um and, and I don't like to say I'm selective about taking on clients because I'll help anyone if I can. Um, but some people just will not make the decision that they need to make. And I and I, I can't I can't help you. If you're not prepared to make the decision, because I I, I make the decision to help you, yeah, yeah. so so you know I will do the work necessary to get you where you want to go. That's some my people role.
0: are wanting, expecting, hoping that somebody else is going to do it for them. We'll do they? it for
1: them, yeah. And I'm very very clear that no one's coming to save you. No, no one's coming to save you. And if someone does come to save you, they do it from their point of view, not yours. Yeah. So they're not really helping you anyway. Any sort of uplift you get is going to be temporary, you know
0: again i appreciate your time's valuable and, wow. and we're sparking off in all different ways in my head, <laughs> buzzing with different things to ask you but confidence keeps echoing in my head as we're talking right how important do you think confidence is in terms of people making changes to mindset lifestyle
1: success you know i, I don't <sighs> my personal experience is great yeah it, it's great right Um, uh, to being confident Um, but it's just a label again Mm -hmm. you know um, you have everything you need right now whether you believe it or not it's true I've not worked with anyone that hasn't completely and utterly surprised themselves with what reserves of capability they've got right that's the first thing uh, and i think that we're very very good at overlaying that capability with restriction and and you know doubt and fear and all sorts of things like that uh, and once you start working with people and once you start talking to them about this and once you start showing them things you know you start to unravel like peeling an, an onion right mm. you start peeling these layers off you inherently find in them these qualities so i think confidence is is great Um, You've got to be careful. It's not bravado. It's not Mm. false confidence. The ego is very good at kind of just coming in, circumventing him through the back door to help, you know, to, to get control again. Um, But it's not the, it's not necessary. What is necessary is doing the work showing up and making sure that you do the work every day. And that breeds more confidence. So you can start with someone who's bereft of confidence yeah. and build confidence in them by the habits they perform every day. Look, if, you, if you've never stuck to anything in your life and I get you to, to do one thing every day for seven days, right? Whoa, what a result. Go and knock yourself out and celebrate because you've mm-hmm. just done really, really well. Right? And you've and that told, breeds told your mind it's possible. And you've told your mind it's possible. Right, so so again, I, I take you back to that. You know, your current circumstances bear no resemblance to what you yeah. can do. And and I I confidence is great if you have it, but it's not a it's not a deep it's not a preliminary no. reason to not start. Right, just get started and everything comes as you move. So saying, the, same you know, as the universe loves action. You know, yeah, 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 exactly, exactly.
0: So really, what we're saying is, just get clear on what you want, decide on what it, on it is,
1: one.
0: and do yeah. it, and then and do it. It will catch up and, and 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 get stronger and evolve as, yeah. as you go. And again, I think it's a label that people not hide behind, but it gives them the opportunity to, to say, "I can't do that because I haven't got the confidence. Yeah, so I don't believe course. myself." Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You know, there may but be. You know,
1: the one that I really like, the one. That, it's all right for you, Paul. <laughs> I, I mean, oh, come on, give me a break, right? Um, you know, oh, it's all right for you. You know, you, you you've run business for years, yeah, 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 and I've run them badly. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it took me years and years to work out how to run a business, right? Um. Um, and it took me years and years and years to become a footballer. You know, I started, I started playing serious nine years old and yeah, i would yeah. go out into the back garden, slam a ball against the wall and catch it for donkey's years, continuously. So much. So I'll leave into a little secret. My mum, thought there was something wrong with me because I would go out in the garden in all weathers. I okay. was catching this football and she took me to the doctors to make sure that I was <laughs> all right. And the doctor, I remember this, I was about nine years, maybe 10 years old. And the doctor said, Madam Mrs. Webb, don't worry. He'll grow out of it. Okay. Brilliant. And I still haven't. I still haven't. <laughs> but just, look, I mean, look, you, you can, you can get a book, right? You can buy a book there. There there's the resources to help are, everywhere you can find a video a book a coach a mentor a therapist who is doing exactly what you want to do and can say look this is how i did it right now you've got to find your own way a little bit because it's your life but you can take the basic steps okay they did this every morning. They did this. If you want to lose weight, okay, this person ate this food for this amount of time on these days. And did and this it worked training, for them. Okay. And it worked for them. So let's incorporate that and see how it goes for me. Bruce Lee said it so famously, you know, um, you, you take on board what works, you discard what doesn't. And, you know, you crack on and do the yeah. work, you know, because, you know, I, I might, you know, uh, do powerlifting for instance, and it keeps me really lean because it just does, but it might not work for you. You might have to do some cardio on top of all that yeah. or whatever you know but but i train right and i and i look after my food and, and i'm good with my sleep and i'm good with my you know supplementation or whatever you know so there are clues there get your food right move look at supplementation if needed drink plenty of water rest plenty of so rest from food. a
0: mind mindset point of view if, if somebody else has achieved it if somebody else has, uh, has attained it then just know it's possible and find your way no, it's doing
1: possible it. no, it's possible and look you know uh, I'll give you a little example of something, right? This is just blows my mind. So I love bringing it up with people. Think about a hummingbird, right? Hummingbird's about, about yay big, right? And it has a, a particular shoulder joint, which means it can rotate its wing completely around 360 degrees, right? What that means is that that little bird, it beats its wings at up to 80 beats per second, right? It's quite quick. But rapid be- because it can move its shoulder joints, so freely it can it can hover it can move forward it can move back it can even flip upside down and fly right the laws of physics say that's not possible but somebody didn't tell the hummingbird right so the hummingbird just does it you you want one more example cliff young ran from Sydney to Melbourne in an ultra marathon race at the age of 62. He was a sheep farmer. He turned up in work boots and overalls when the average age of the athlete was 30 sponsored by Nike Adidas, new balance Reebok, whatever, right? It's 530 odd miles. It takes about seven days to do right. The average athlete runs for 18 hours a day, sleeps for six to run the race. No one told Cliff Young because he grew up on a farm where there were no tractors or machinery. They had to run to get the sheep when the weather turned, okay. right? He would often run for three days straight to pick up these 2000 sheep across vast acreage of a farm. He ran nonstop on this race, right? He was very slow. He shuffled in a peculiar way. He, as I say, he wore work boots. You know what? Not only did he win the race, he broke the world record because no one told him he was supposed to sleep. He just thought he was going to run there so you just run from sydney to melbourne
0: power of belief power of mindset there
1: yeah yeah and the fact is that no one can tell you how to do something because it's you that's doing it yeah they can just guide you but you're free to make your own mind up which is why mindset is so vital where you have to get rid of all the doubts where you have to change the belief system where you have to know it's possible not believe it's possible belief is a great start the power of disbelief is great. It's what keeps us entertained going to the movies, right? You just, you sit there and you believe what's happening on the screen, right? And it's fab, fabulous. And that's a great start. But at some point you've got to go to believing and you've got to transcend that with a knowing. And that's where the power is. Big difference. Yeah. Big difference.
0: Paul, we could talk for ages um, and I'm just mindful that time to rapidly uh, run away of itself already today. Um, if you could summarize or, or, or give listeners some part in kind of words of advice, encouragement, what would you like to share with them?
1: Um, I, I, it, you know, that's a, that's a really difficult question to answer because everyone has their own unique, uh, way of, um, expressing themselves of, of, um, you know, um, looking at information and disseminating it and that sort of thing. The only thing I would say is this, right. Um, You have unbelievable resources and power laying dormant within you. I know this to be true because I've dealt with thousands of clients over the years just like you. All you need to do is take the first step. And the universe, as long as you are moving, will magically, and I did use that word, yep, magically unfold to present you with the second step. You don't need to know how to do the whole thing just yet. You just need to know that you can. And that is the power of mindset.
0: Well said. Well said.
1: Couldn't have said it better any other way.
0: But for anyone listening who is um, new to you, is interested in what you've said, would like to see more about what you're doing. Um Where's the best place to come and find you? I know you've got your podcast, you're, you're active with your kind of daily musings.
1: Where, where should people find you? Uh, probably the best place to find me is on Instagram, if I'm honest. I, I seem to be on there most. Um, and then you can find everything else from there. So if you check out the real Paul Webb the real uh, Paul on that. Webb. Yeah. And I'll leave links in the show notes. Paul,
0: I've noticed on your Instagram recently, you've got a new project coming up, um, which sounds quite exciting. Before we go,
1: tell me more about what you're up to now. Um, So I've joined forces with two other world-class coaches. Uh, So there is myself doing the mindset. Um, There is uh, Ed doing the strength and conditioning and training. And there is Lucy, who's a PhD nutrition, uh, doing the nutrition and uh, wellness stuff. Great combo. It's a really good combo. So it's more of a lifestyle type program. So it's health, wellness, strength, Mindset and performance, and we're putting all that together in a nice little quadrant and bubbling up all the spells and and helping people with that. That's going to be going live very very soon. It's called the Three Pillars, and you'll find details of that also on my Instagram page so, as well.
0: Instagram. It sounds really exciting, Paul, and it's I'm Thanks a massive much. fan
1: of, you know,
0: looking at it from from all those different perspectives. So if anyone's yeah. listening and, and, and that's something they're looking to improve or to, to change, then make mm. sure you go and check that out. But other than that, Paul shares some really good stuff on his Instagram. So uh, if you'd liked what Paul's had to say today, then hop on over there and make sure you uh, follow him and, uh, uh, and see what he's up to. Paul, before we finish, I like to ask my guests if they have a favorite question mantra quote or affirmation that they like to use themselves. So if you've got, I mean, we've shared quite a few today, but if you've got one that you kind of live by or you like, or you've got oh. tattooed on you or what's your
1: go-to? Um, I have got one tattooed on me. I thought um, I, yeah. I've got a, uh, this one here is a roomie quote, um, which I love run from what's comfortable, forget safety, live where you fear to live, destroy your reputation be notorious you can't be a bit of roomy right fantastic and i think that kind of really solidifies everything we've
0: talked about today so uh, Mm. any others other than that one
1: uh i i yeah i'll give you one more i i do love this uh, i've got to try and remember it now so james allen who wrote as a man Thinketh, which yeah, is one brilliant. of my favorite books and i recommend you know that everyone read that book and not only read it study it. it's a small book it's small isn't it? you can yeah. read it in an hour yeah um and it starts off with uh as we've spoken about mind it's really relevant it, he says mind is the master power that molds and makes a man is mind and evermore he takes the tools of thought and shaping what he feels brings forth a thousand joys or a thousand ills. He thinks in secret, and it comes to pass. Environment is but his looking glass. Sit with that, read that, study that for thirty days, and then implement. Fantastic,
0: Paul. Thank you so much for your time today. Thanks for pleasure, coming on. My friend. It's always um, a pleasure it. to chat. I'm just glad we recorded this one because we always have yeah. good conversations. Um, yeah, so, never record uh, them, right? I <laughs> <laughs> so, thanks everyone listening. Hope you enjoyed that. Remember to go and check out the real Paul Webb over at Instagram. And uh, if you've enjoyed this, please give it a positive review or whatever it is that you do to uh, share the love. Um, this has been Christian Baker from ChristianBaker.net and the Achieve Podcast. Until next time, remember what your mind believes, you will achieve. So believe in yourself, take action, and you can achieve the life and the goals that you want. Take care, all.